Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Blow it out your ass. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game review podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And today, we are joined by Mr. Twitch himself, okay. Tom <laughs> Walker. Doesn't sound at all related to the platform when it's said like that. Doesn't sound at all like it's related to live streaming. Well, it sounds like Not it could be related close. to live streaming. Well, it sounds know. like something that happens when you <laughs> <laughs> when you when you live a very stressful life. <laughs> and today we are looking at Crusader Kings 3 and other games. So, Tom, or Mr. Twitch, as you requested to be called, and then bully <laughs> Again, me about. not something I requested. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> nobody knows the truth. So. <laughs> it's self-evident. <laughs> it's so obvious. I'm not. I'm not wandering onto a podcast and being like, "Can you give me the name of like a Skaven in a suit and tie?" <laughs> I don't want to be called Mr. Twitch. Um, I already also- have my own dog shit nickname, which is Mr. Streams. <laughs> And Mr. Normal. And they are also awful. <laughs> All right, Mr. Normal. What have you yeah. been playing? Well, Crusader Kings 3. I already said that. Tell us <laughs> And also, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, uh, also, for we, us we, to... we appreciate your presence. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's always nice to see you guys. It's a shame that um, <laughs> we're incapable of doing it outside of podcasting. But there, there it is. Um, yeah, I've been playing Crusader Kings 3, uh, which is a game by Paradox Interactive. It's the first of these games that I've played. Uh, and more than that, it's the first like of these genre of paradox interactive smart guy games that I've played. <laughs> um, I think mainly because it is uh, uh, far more conducive to hijinks, as far as I can tell, than Hearts of Iron or Stellaris, which are <laughs> in turn their their um, plotting, exploring, uh, exploral of the exploration of the Great War, oh. and um, humanity's reach for the stars. Stellaris is one of the. I got a bunch of friends that play Stellaris, and they're like Jackson plays. So I tried it for about two minutes, and then it was like I. You enjoy it. I don't know what's happened. I will never be able to comprehend. What's I can here. tell. I'm out. Yeah, the, recommending you Stellaris is one of the <laughs> one of the craziest things anyone can do. I just, I can't, I could not, I didn't know what was happening. I, I, like, 
it was just sensory overload and I had to leave. And yeah. that was good. <laughs> that's And that's the thing is, I think these games lend themselves to that. Well, Crusader Kings 3 is a game about being the head of a household, hey. basically. Uh, you can create that character or just drop into a random character somewhere around 1066 to, I don't know, the, the late medieval period. Um, and then you just have to try and get your lineage to survive. And as soon as you die, you start playing your character's heir. What that can mean is that you create a character, um, hone them, have them right on the precipice of, you know, uniting all of Ireland, and then you're struck down by a plague or a plot from an enemy, and you are suddenly playing as a two-year-old dullard (laughs) that you had forgotten you spawned, like, in your first year of marriage to the wife that gave you an alliance that seemed groundbreaking at the time. (laughs) That's awesome. It's so good. It's, like... In in terms of these games, I think it is the most prone to just comedy and uh, dumb bullshit th- <laughs> that I can that I can figure out. It's a yeah, blast. It's these are the exact type of games where I'm like, oh, that looks so f-. like I would watch on Twitch mm. or something like that and be like, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah. And then I would try and install it and be like, oh, I forgot that these are still smart guy games. And I oh yeah. I'm a moron when it comes to I think games. I think I remember uh, trying to play it once because I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, it'll be funny. And it just like, it, even that was too much for my feeble, weak yeah. brain. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. And it's not funny because I'm just really frustrated with what's going on. <laughs> yes. So I have and to leave. <laughs> I think like even to play it at the level that I am, which is, you know, a bumbling fool. I've had to watch so many videos, <laughs> yeah. not only doing the tutorial for the video game, but also then things recapping the tutorial. Because the thing like the thing the tutorial throw, th- throws at you is so huge in scope (laughs) if you haven't played one of these games before i think maybe to like a certain type of person hearing the phrase you are not in good standing with your realm priest (laughs) that is like that's like hearing oh you're out of ammo and you have to hide behind cover (laughs) while you reload but to me it's (laughs) that is yeah there's no part of that sentence that i am prepared to hear God, yeah, I don't, I don't think. I think when I played it, I just didn't do the tutorial, which probably hampered me somewhat. I think I just tried to raw dog it. So yeah, you gotta, might, you gotta do the tutorial. And also, yeah. I'll say this for it: the inbuilt tutorial is pretty good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and surprisingly like, so. You, you, with these smart guy games, there is always that fear that the tutorial will be just as complicated as the game yeah. itself, and yes. you'll be like, well. I learned nothing from that. Just yeah, like the that tutorial will be the true tutorial will be somewhere on YouTube, uploaded by a guy in a, <laughs> yeah. like a soft Eastern European accent, <laughs> yeah, and it absolutely. goes for three hours, and yeah. it's titled like an absolute beginner's guide <laughs> to yeah. vanilla Crusader. Like you know, it's, they're making sure that you know that you're getting the tip of the iceberg. Um, yeah, it's like kind of. I know that these type of games have existed for. I would say probably about 15 years. Well, actually, probably longer. Like, mm. smart guy PC games have been in existence for, I guess, as long as the PC. But one thing that I've always been, like, relatively confident with with my own abilities is that I can pick up a video game and understand what's going on. Mm. Smart guy games have gotten so smart guy game that sometimes I feel myself trying to learn a video game and my brain goes smooth now. And yeah. I think it oh, yeah. started with Dota 2. I think that was the first game where I was parked in front of a video game with like, without reading anything about it and was like, I cannot even comprehend what I'm looking at. And yeah, that was, 
Crusader Kings 3, I think, also gave me some more experience, because much like Jackson, I think I have tried to play it once before, because I really liked Rogue Legacy, which is a totally different game, but has the linear, like, um, the play as your air when you die thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, that's fun. Uh, my lesson there was probably just keep playing Rogue Legacy, because you are too <laughs> stupid for Crusader Kings 3. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe I should just commit to watching one long YouTube video and it might unlock a part of my- It'll limitless me. Yeah, the tutorial here and then being limitless by some guy who is, I think, doing sponsored content for the developers where he just goes through and explains like, all right, so here's what religion is. (laughs) Because it's just, it's so f***ing deep. Tom! Ah! (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. I get a cuss. I'm using it straight away. Fucking yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's early in the morning. Um, it's totally understandable. Jackson, there is no excuse for that behavior. Eleven twenty. That's not really early in the morning. That's closer to midday than the morning, dude. (laughs) Come on. I was trying to help out, Jackson. No, 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 I'm a dullard. In Crusader Kings 3, perhaps I would have the uh, uh, slow-to-learn trait. And that's one of the things about this game is your your ruler is defined not only by their their childhood, but also congenital, randomly assigned, and experience-assigned traits. So, for example... I had a character that's that I started out with as being just a a lustful uh a, a basically just a lustful little freak. <laughs> I made him he was incredibly fertile. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, can you control fertile. that? Yeah, there's you can give them traits that unlock fertility. That's and sick. You have like a you choose a lifestyle focus, which you'll be better or worse <laughs> at in terms of like how you were educated as a child. <laughs> so <laughs> I made a guy who was like really good at intrigue, you know, backstabbing yeah. schemes. And uh-huh. also in that, there is a seduction focus. Uh-huh. You can choose t- oh. between three trees, uh, three skill trees, which are kind of loosely like seduction um, r- and rumor starting and uh, murder, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> murder and kidnapping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another build, I went full kidnapping because I was also a cannibal, <laughs> and so I just wanted to grab my enemy's children and eat them. Yeah, in that's a dungeon. Amazing. Does it? It's so good. Does it still so count good. as kidnapping if you eat them? I guess it. Well, does it's kidnapping that- until it's murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I guess it's, it's, I guess it's still both. It's like you'd be it's outraged kidnapping- at the kidnapper until the kidnapper ate. <laughs> the only yeah. way it's not kidnapping is if you eat someone in their home, and that's not kidnapping. <laughs> that's just cannibalism as yeah. as a pure act. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all. I, I just love that the game allowed. I wish that. Uh, it it was not so like uh, uh uh like fathomless and complicated for my little brain because yeah. I wish I had the I had the patience to watch that three hour YouTube video because it sounds so funny the well, stuff that can happen herein lies the rub Jackson as you would often say I would um, often say that yeah unfortunately because of things like this that's what adds to the complication of the game I feel. Mm. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. So things like the fact you can control how fertile your character is. How lecherous you want to be. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he lustful. And then he had like a great break later in life. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. It just went to the brothel and immediately contracted the great pox. Like just, <laughs> just became syphilitic at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Started losing his mind. It's, it's, it's Far such out. a funny and... 
Uh, like the thing that I like to do, obviously, is play <laughs> for the story rather than yeah. I don't want to unite uh, a whole bunch of countries under my banner. I want to make an awful little creep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, see yeah. how long it takes him to meet an awful little end. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to make a man who is... The most recent one I played was Rat Boy, where I tried to make a guy with all the qualities of a rat. Yep. And so I made a guy who was um, very fertile, very, very cunning, uh, cowardly, and <laughs> also a cannibal. Um, <laughs> and he didn't believe in God. Uh, but, <laughs> a classic so, rat like trait. Like yeah, rat, it started yeah. off and everyone hates him, including his wife. Uh, and they, they just continue to pump out these children. And he just every time a kid comes out and he's stressed, because he's a cannibal, to lower his stress, I can just eat the kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm throwing my infant son in jail and then clicking behead and ex- uh, execute and devour. <laughs> <laughs> and my king, oh my, my my duke rather, because petty king is analogous to duke. Yeah. And that's another, and that's another layer of difficulty over all this. Is y- you can play as all these different cultures. For example, you know the Mongols on the steppe, the yeah. um, the Islamic leaders, the uh, you know Turkish and and Irish and English and French, and a lot of them have different terms for knight or duke uh, or no. king. Of course, because it's the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you just end up having to do so much little maths in your head, or you can fast forward to the next event, which is like, for example, a feast has come up. Oh, and I'm sat next to a boar. What will I do? I yeah, I think actually thinking about it now and like talking about all the different terms for things, the time I played it, all I remember is just getting because you can get like demoted, right? Like the king of the realm can be like you're so annoying, I'm going to make you, like, a lesser ruler now. Yeah, you can take away some of your uh, yeah. properties and and that stuff, yes. I think that's all that happened to me, is I just got it all <laughs> taken away, and then I had nothing in the game. You just got old guild. <laughs> I just got old guild. <laughs> um, so, Tom, is... So, apart from, I guess, like, it unlocking a new part of your brain that you've never used before and having to sit in front the of- The thinking part. Yeah. <laughs> the majority, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> in Limitless or whatever. Or Lucy, yeah. they claim we only use 80% of my brain. I'm only using yeah. 20%, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to finding out what the other 80% does. Yeah. Um. So, like- is there anything with the game that you wish was a bit different or you just like once you're in, you're like, oh, no, this is a perfect gaming experience. The big issue is, I guess, the fact that it just takes you a week to figure out what's going on. Yeah, that's the thing is I think as as far as I can tell, this game is a triumph in, in how it... This game is perfect. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and... Because of that, I can't give it a perfect score because it's it's like handing uh it's like handing a chimp the keys to a Bugatti, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, it yeah. can figure it's gonna take so many st- steps for it to unlock the joy of the Bugatti. It's gonna have to figure <laughs> out what a key is, it's gonna have to find the hole, it's gonna have to realize that you have to twist it in the hole, and after that, the pedals are a whole different issue. <laughs> and that has been the my experience of realizing remembering where in the realm tab I click to assign my steward so that my I can then assign my taxes to be collected and then to assign a marshal who can keep order in the thing by also clicking a different option. That's so it's nice. yeah, but it is the most enjoyable series of menus that I've ever clicked through. <laughs> is it one of those I- games where when you're playing it uh you just like pretty much lock in and then all of a sudden you're like oh four hours has passed 
Not for me, because I'm constantly amazed that I'm still thinking and I'm a very easily distracted person. So I think I think it would be for other people. Um, but for me, it is a game where I'm constantly wide-eyed in horror at the thrumming of my own brain. Yeah, 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 that's good stuff. It, it's funny because, like, like you've made me realise that, because my friends, like I said, they play Stellaris, mm. which by the same developer. And like that game was incomprehensible to me, but the 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 stories they get out of it are kind of like equally of that level. It feels like if you can engage with it, like those even those other games can be quite funny, where they'll be like, "Oh, hey, like the robots you set up in the first, or, like the robot planet you set up in the first lunar cycle or whatever, <laughs> ended up taking over these eight quadrants of the galaxy and rebelled within themselves, and then they came back and destroyed the planet you were currently working on or whatever." So like. <laughs> It seems like, man, if you if you're willing to engage with those games, there's so much entertainment to be got, gotten out of them. But like, to to you know, <laughs> that's the yeah, I think th- there's an inherent thing. It reminds me of, and I think the ultimate game for this is Dwarf Fortress. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Where a Dwarf Fortress story is so entertaining, but the game itself is locked behind so many things. Among yeah. those things, you know, no, <laughs> uh, n- n- a non AC. A-S-C-I-I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I mean, yeah. how could you know? I think it's supposed to be yelled because it's in all caps. Um, <laughs> graphical ASCII, interface. But that can't be right. Yeah, yeah. it's got an, a non-ASCII, it's got an ASCII graphical interface, but you love hearing about Dwarf Fortress. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. And Crusader Kings 3, I think, is more accessible than any of those, in part because it's focused on just a single family. Yeah, and yeah. the lore of the Fail Sun is so... It's so good. The feeling of, you know, suddenly being uh, shunked into playing as your son and being like, what the hell has this kid been doing? Oh, my God, I'm playing as a dullard. Okay, I guess we've got to find the best wife so the kid after that can be good. And then you're just feeling sorry for the woman. <laughs> Incredible. Mm. Um. So, like, with the relationship or like getting married in game is it just sort of like because it was of a time where uh you could pretty much be like you're my wife now yes it's it's something that is decided by multiple factors but the main yeah. one is the uh the patriarch or matriarch's attitude towards you of the house uh, okay. it's not decided by the person you can no, take okay. a lover which is separate to that and of course you know some cultures allow for the taking of many wives basically yeah. once you get deep into the guts of this game you can just go ahead and re after you become popular enough or if you are smart enough to play this game with this in mind you can realign anything you want and just yep. go ahead and be like you know what ireland is a matriarchy now and <laughs> it controls england and france <laughs> and we are fighting off the pope who i've caught and eaten <laughs> ah so a utopia. You can make yeah, a yeah, utopia. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. we can make a... <laughs> Finally, we can find out what that little, uh, what that little yeah. guy tastes like. <laughs> Under a that hat. world. Yeah. <laughs> if he's so special, he must taste good. Yeah. yeah. That's the only Surely. thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah he's like a rare. <laughs> <laughs> must be a delicacy. All he's doing is sitting around. Yeah. It's going to be tender as hell. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pope meat is tender as hell. It's got to be. Wow. Drips off the bone, man. Yeah. Holy shit. A big fillet of Pope and you have like the the hat sitting on it like it's a kolosh. And you, yeah. You know, oh. whoosh, 
Reveal it with a flourish? You go to the baseball game, you just got like Pope shredded up in the hat that you eat like popcorn, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I've got one of his his fingers, I'm dipping it in the meat in the hat. (laughs) That's good stuff. Dipping meat in meat is good. Yeah. (laughs) Dagging fingernails to eat while I walk around. Yes. Something to chew on, spit out. Like chewing tobacco. But Pope fingernails. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, how many thumbs for Crusader Kings three? I think I think this is. Uh, I'm giving it four thumbs, but I think it's probably a five thumb game. Yeah, yeah I that's think. Fair. I think that I haven't unlocked the five thumbery of it, but it is so fun to sit down and make an awful little man. <laughs> <laughs> and the character creator, that's one thing I want to say. The character yeah. creator can m- let you make just the most upsetting people. <laughs> it's, it's so much looser and more chaotic than you expect from a game like this, where with the movement of a slider, you can just clip your teeth right through the front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's so good. And then, of course, because, you know, it has an aging thing, you get to see what the game is forced to think that that baby would look like and what that looks like as an old man or with the Amazonian trait applied. (laughs) Hey, what's that guy look like if I give him the great pox? Oh, bad. (laughs) Oh, no. Not good. (laughs) Great game. Four thumbs, but obviously five thumbs if you're even a little bit interested. And it's on uh, PC Game Pass. Hey, even better. And so if you want to try it out and maybe feel stupid, best that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do it for free, basically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So recently I've been playing two games that are very big. Oh, uh, yeah. That I don't think I'm quite qualified to talk enough about. But obviously I am doing gonna. this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. Yeah, and good. the one I'm going to pick is one that fans of this show, Jackson, they've been screaming at us to play. Mm. They think it'll kill you and they think I'll love it. Uh, it also comes down into the type of game, kind of similar to Crusader Kings 3, where it's a type of game where I've seen it destroy lives. Oh, okay. uh, so this week I'm going to be talking about okay. Persona 5 Strikers. <laughs> oh! oh so, okay. The twist. They are, they are. So... <laughs> Everyone wants to hear a Persona 5 review. Uh, I don't have 150 hours to play that game yeah, at the moment. Well, uh, okay. But uh, the PlayStation Plus free game last month was Persona 5 Strikers, which is a Dynasty Warriors style game uh, that I That's thought would crazy. be easy to I, d- drop in I and play. I, and Jackson- Super Mario Strikers, every Strikers <laughs> game should be a soccer game. Okay? That's annoying that it's not a soccer game. Um. Yeah, well, it's funny that it doesn't follow the same naming convention as, like, because, like, Hyrule Warriors is Dynasty Warriors. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Persona, Persona 5. Warriors. Mm. Yeah, well, Persona 5 Warriors, I guess. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Persona 5 Strikers, it's, um, yeah, v- very similar style to uh, Dynasty Warriors game, except, and something that I didn't realize when I started playing it, is it still is that, but mm. surrounded by a Persona game. Uh, oh, I have okay. played for nearly two hours, which is nothing. But in yeah. those two hours, I have been in two fights. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh. Lord. How, how has that come about? Uh, so one thing about playing Persona that I learned very quickly is it's very similar to watching an anime in the sense that you just watch an anime for a big chunk of it. Um, <laughs> okay. There's also a lot of like uh, kind of like life management, I guess. And I know that in the actual Persona series, there's way more of this and Persona 
anyone who's played the Persona games and listening to me talk about Strikers is probably trying to figure out a way to climb through their phone Matrix style and come out of my laptop currently, strangle yeah. me to death for not understanding what I'm talking about. But See, I will say... The, I We do have a mole on the inside, Persona Freaks, because I have played and finished Persona 5. Hey! Oh my god. <laughs> I know. My greatest shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, please like, it's, continue. It's always been a game that's, like, interested me. When I was in high school, uh, I lost one of my friends to Persona 3 for months. Um, and- I cannot fathom what a Persona <laughs> game is. Like, I don't, I don't even know what what actually constitutes the game. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a JRPG, Jackson. There you go. Don't worry oh, about okay. it. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll just, it's, I'll just, yeah, it's, it's that just going from my head. Mixed with a life sim. Okay, that's sounding way worse. That's sounding real you, bad. You have you have a bunch of you you get to choose what you do day to day, which can raise your stats or uh-huh. deepen your bond with your with your friends. Oh no! Uh, you know you can go on trips with them, hear them talk about what it's like to visit the hot springs <laughs> or visit a, visit a fishing park. This and sounds then- horrible. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And then on the weekend, you can choose to uh, venture into the du- any dungeons that you've unlocked, either the uh, uh, limitless kind of freely generated one, randomly generated one that you unlock slightly later in the game, or the one that uh, progresses that month's plot. The game is basically broken up into months, where every month a new a new threat will attack your party. Anyway, that's the that's a rundown of the game that we're not reviewing. No, but that's okay. I, it's, it's like, wow. I have, pers- I oh, look, I do have yeah. Persona 5. I just haven't played oh it because, again, I know that it is a huge commitment and one that I look forward to making at some point. And I know oh, yeah. I know it will destroy my life. Mm-hmm. The same mm-hmm. friend that I lost to Persona 3 and then 4 was like, yeah, um, it'll be a good experience. At some point, you're going to want to kill someone you know in real life to take your frustrations out on the game. And also, at some point in the game, you will inevitably have to kill God or something similar to God. That is just a thing that keeps happening in these games. And I was like, that's exciting. Any JRPG, yeah, you're going to have to kill the Pope or God, probably in that order. (laughs) Well, it's not even JRPGs, because something that often isn't spoken about is you have to kill God in the first, well, the second Kirby game. Kirby's adventure yeah, yeah. ends with a fight yeah. against God. You kill God all the time as yeah. Kirby. Kirby's always killing God. That's, what? Yeah, so, does, yeah. So, you know, King DDD, and that's always Kirby's like- King like, DDD's oh. God. No, King DDD <laughs> isn't God. King DDD King is- King DDD a- is his prophet. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually what happens is you fight King DDD, and you're like, oh, that was the final boss. And then you get the bad ending, and then you go back and you do a different thing. And then mm. there's a final boss called Nightmare that is like- the god of the dream realm, basically. Yeah, and Kirby's you- always fighting the god or the devil. That's yeah. always what Kirby does. The final Kirby boss, is- god. Yeah, final boss of Kirby's adventure. Guy, hey, yeah, like I just friend. googled up Nightmare. <laughs> this is a horrifying beast, Lord yeah. Nightmare. Okay, yeah, cool, good to know. Yeah, yeah. So on the NES, yeah, you're just playing through as Kirby. You're like, oh, this is fun, having a great time listening to that famous Kirby song, colorful. Yeah. Everything's having a good time, and then all of a sudden, get to the end of the game, and you killing God. But, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I guess kind of the devil. Anyway, yeah. it's, a, it's an entity that uh, you would expect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, knowing that, when uh, in Super Smash Bros, when everyone died except Kirby, and then Kirby like, was the oh, prophet to bring back everyone, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's equipped for this. Yeah. This isn't his first rodeo. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, Persona 5 Strikers is a sequel to 5, so there's a lot of reference to things that I have no idea about because I haven't played the cool. first one. Yeah, well, by the first one, I mean the fifth one. You know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. um, 
And a lot of the start of the game is just kind of getting the gang back together because Joke has been out of town for six months. Mm-hmm. And there's a cat that he reunites with that talks. That's Morgana. Yeah. Couldn't okay. figure out if it was only just talking to Joker or if it was a cat that could speak to everyone and the Phantom Thieves could all understand the cat. Yep. And that added more confusion to me until the cat then spoke to a shop owner or the head of, like, their... They go to, like, a cafe that is their base. Um, and the cat meows <laughs> yep. at the shop owner. I was like, ah, it's just... Okay, I understand. I'm on the same page now. So the biggest mystery for me at first was, can everyone <laughs> understand cat? Or is... <laughs> Uh, or is a special relationship with Cat. Joker also doesn't talk, which is something I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Or at least he hasn't yet. No, you don't. You, yeah, I think it's one of those... It's like Pokemon. Self-insert. Yeah, but also yeah. you get to choose your... In the game, at least, you get to choose your responses. Yeah, to that's the same things. here, too. Yeah. yeah, But yeah, no voice acting. Yeah, but the other characters have voice acting. So I was like, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Because again, at first, Joker doesn't talk. And I was like, huh, I guess he doesn't talk. But then, obviously, there's prompts. So I was like, oh, no, mm. he is talking. It's just, I'm meant to be like, I'm You Joker. don't hear it. Yeah, I'm yeah. the Joker now. <laughs> You're yeah. Joker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> the combat's really fun. And Does it, it is- differ much from like a typical Dynasty Warriors? Yeah, it's more complicated. But in a good way. Not, oh, like, not like crazy complica- complicated, but like there's a lot more stuff you can do that seems to borrow more heavily from Persona. Which makes sense, because this is a Persona game. Yeah. Um, actually, another thing that's probably worth noting when I was playing this game is that uh, I started playing it on a day where I knew that an electrician was coming to my house. Oh, yeah. Uh, to repair. Um, actually, no, it was to do like a... Look, I have a rental, and the property owner was like, we need to send an electrician to just like do a check. And I was like, that's fine. Um, and obviously, because... Who knows when people are going to turn up with stuff like that. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got plenty of time. Anyway, so watching tradies walk around my house whilst I was playing Persona 5 Strikers. That's and, good. Um, oh, that's embarrassing. That's awesome. Yeah, with that's the- awesome, man. <laughs> it was- you got to think about it. You're sitting there. You're thinking, oh, look at these real men coming in to do real work <laughs> while I play an anime game. Think about it. Flip it in your head. Look at these rubes who have to come in and mess around with my electricity or whatever. Yeah, this house that you own. Yeah. (laughs) I get to sit here and play my anime game on the couch like a king, like a medieval lord. Um, Yeah, and it doesn't help that there are so many cutscenes, so at points it doesn't look like a video game. Looks like you're a maniac watching anime on a Switch. Uh, well, no, I'm pl- I was playing it on PS5, so um, on a TV, which is a normal a way to watch anime. Yeah, um, okay. Dusha, is this something that you've experienced? Because I think I also download- set it to download. Are you just very happy to finally have something to do with the PS5? Uh, so I occasionally go through phases where I'm like, oh, wow, there's nothing to do on the PS5. But then I'll like find something where I'm like, oh, I'm really happy. So things like... <laughs> I, know reviewed, I, know, I know I've reviewed it heaps That's on great. here. Uh, Deathloop, for instance, mm. like when it, mm. that came out, I, I got it and I was like, oh, this is really good. And everyone was like, this is like a great game. But then the more I played it, the shine was wearing more and more off. And I was like, oh, okay, this isn't like mm. the perfect game for me. Um, yeah. But I also think because PS4 games are co- like kind of like there's huge sales on them every now and then. I am finding games to play. And yeah, sure, I could probably still have my PS4 plugged in and not really make that much difference. But but it's, it's, you're I'm, doing it on the PS5, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, you'd be missing like 30 frames a second on some specific remasters <laughs> yeah. of selected titles. But also, Tom, have you played Returnal? 
Yeah, I'm. Um, I actually currently have a save game where I'm up to the final zone in Returnal right now. And yeah, it was late at night, so I put it down. Yeah, so final final zone. Occasionally, a game like that just keeps popping up for me, where I was clever and didn't buy everything straight away. I also was, don't have Demon Souls, so like that's yeah, I something. Say, if I, uh, oh boy, it was, yeah. it was Blood was Bloodborne ported to the PS5. No, or like, I guess you can just play it on the PS4. And yeah, 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 it's one of those ones where, as far as I can tell, Bloodborne is um one of those games where when they were coding it, well, they were like, well, we'll never have to do anything with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best game that anyone's ever made. And so there's a lot of stuff in it that's like locked to 30 frames per second. Yeah. So the obvious upgrade to make it like 60 frames a second, which would be, I don't know, if you've ever played like Dark Souls 3, it's 60 frames a second. It's mm. so nice. Yeah, and then going yeah, back to yeah. Bloodborne feels very strange. Mm. But if they do that, um, the game, the will, game will kill them in the family. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. be like tentacles come bursting out of the PS5 <laughs> and just mm. pull you into the game world. Well, that's yeah, another thing. Uh, Bloodborne is one of the games. So, Jackson, you should be aware of this because you're a host of a video game podcast and it's come up on here many a times before. But <laughs> you don't listen. So yeah. I'm going to err on the side of nah. caution here and say yeah. this is going to be new news for you. Um, <laughs> it's exciting. But when you're, yeah. a, when you're a PlayStation Plus member with a PS5, you get... Uh, I think it's twin. It's either fifteen or twenty PS4 games for free, and oh, one yeah, of them no, is Bloodborne. So I mm. have it. I just haven't played it. Play oh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne is. Fantastic. I can't play Bloodborne, and I and I'm such a Souls man now mm. after playing Dark Souls that the the fact that I can't jump into Bloodborne is killing me. You should buy a PS5 after this glowing review. I don't think that's the solution. No, <laughs> I think the solution like a- is to wait for Elden Ring and play that. But on PS5, you could get both. <laughs> Okay. You just need to pay an extra seven hundred and fifty dollars, and you can play both you, on one talking. machine. I'm sold. I'm Jackson, sold. I Bloodborne and Sekiro are like my fa- two of my favorite games in the world. I play Sekiro. Sek- Sekiro yeah. feels like much more of like a rhythm game more than mm. uh, because it's so it's so overtly that when it comes to like you know a a, a string of parries that you have yeah. to tap along with correctly. Um, That's so good. But it feels great and it looks incredible. But Bloodborne is is next level. Oh yeah, I, I I know. Like I gotta I gotta I gotta get on it. After finishing Dark Souls, the first thing I did, I was like, oh, what else can I play? And then I was like, oh, yeah, well, not not yeah. much, not much. But it's grab- funny with Dark Souls talking about your uh, your, your Crusader Kings review because Dark Souls always appeared to me like a game that I could never play. Like it had the same vibes where I was like, well, obviously I'm never going to be able to develop that level of skill. And then I realized that I I didn't have to, that I could play that game so wrong and still come out and, and beat it. So I, it was kind of like a, a nice beating Dark Souls. I was like, I can, I can play any game, whatever. Yeah, like, if, if I you can enjoy get Dark this, Souls. Yeah. Also, it's not... The thing about it is, it's punishing. But in terms of what it's asking from you, it's not that hard. No, like not what at it's all. asking you to do is, if you do the thing that sometimes I do when I just want to get past a boss and just disconnect from all of the audio cues from the music <laughs> and just see what's in front of you as a large hitbox that is arcing back to let you know, hey, when this happens. Roll to the left, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then Absolutely. you'll be able to hit once or whatever. Everything's <laughs> telegraphed. It. Every single thing. You just you just got to pay attention, and then Dark Souls is easy. Yeah, that's the that's the trick. Jackson, I did the whole thing with an egghead, so I had fifty percent <laughs> of my souls the whole time because that thing was eating them, and I still got it to the end. It was, it was yeah, it was a breeze. I'm so to discover that I can't have an egghead in any subsequent Souls game. It was probably one of the most disappointing things that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I, it, it rolled having. I could never wear a helmet because my head was a grotesque egg with a maggot in it. Man. <laughs> oh. 
Um, but yeah, Persona 5 Strike is, it was, it's a very intriguing game to the point where, yeah, um, you know, kind of like an experience that I'm sure everyone can probably relate to is when you say, and this is probably more of like a teenage experience because as an adult, people can just say no to situations like this and not feel like they're missing out. But like, mm. and your friends are like, let's go see this movie, but it's like the third in a series and you haven't seen the other two. Like, mm. hey, come see Mockingjay Part 1. And you're like, yeah. what's that? They're like, it's the third Hunger Games movie. And you're like, ah, oh, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much what Persona 5 Strikers felt like at first, where I was like really, really just trying to grip onto anything it was throwing at me, trying to be like, okay, what, who's, what's going on? <laughs> who's um, Joker? What? Yeah. Yeah, but it's an enjoyable experience, uh, gameplay-wise. And look, I'm figuring out the story. Uh, like I said, good. I'm two hours in, and things are like heating up big time. Uh, the police are angry at me, and I think the Phantom Thieves got called terrorists. Interesting to see what has happened there. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. <sighs> Which I mean, I shouldn't look if I hadn't have played Final Fantasy VII kind of recently. Uh, yeah. Being called, being the protagonist of a video game and being called a terrorist would have taken me by surprise. But knowing that after playing the first couple of hours of Final Fantasy VII and Cloud's first mission being an eco terrorism job, I was like, yeah. oh no, games can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just unaware. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many um, thumbs? It's. I I I honestly you don't couldn't. Know. Um, <laughs> game keeps telling me to take my heart. Like, yeah. every time the loading screen happens, I'm like, that's a cool thing to say, but I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you are, yeah, you are, you are being dumped in a hugely, in, in a game that is incomprehensible because yeah. you have not played the uh, 150 to 200 hours if you really want to max everything out of required reading. Yeah. Wow. Um, I will say I did that- enjoy Persona 5, I want to say that. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I've- yeah, fair. Even people that are like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, this game's so easy to make fun of and I've played it is always like, no, but seriously, Persona 5 rules so hard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the same yeah. page. I know. It's really fun. Yeah. I, and- I switched the difficulty to easy because at some point the fights just don't, aren't particularly fun because they're mm. kind of guessing types. But the types are things like that you would never, <laughs> you have to guess that a horse that is fused with the moon and is floating and neighing in front of you and look at it and you have to be like, well, that's water. <laughs> I have to use electricity against that. That's weak to electricity or whatever. Um, that pitch alone. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm installing Persona Five the moment this episode ends. Man, <laughs> have you seen the Persona Five penis monster? No, I have I not. Have not. Oh boy. Okay. okay. So I'm gonna send you both to Google Image Search. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have you just go ahead and Google uh, Mara Persona 5. M-A-R-A. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, huh. huh. Chariot penis. Yeah. With, that is, that is that's good. Really, that's, that's interesting stuff. You look um, at wow. it, and the whole time I was telling you that you were like, "Oh, right, it's going to be like a character. That, it's going to be a bit like a monster that kind of looks like a penis." It's, it's, it's so objectively, penis, yeah, a penis. It's, it's like, That's, like has a banjo string. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's full on. 
That's crazy. Anyway, um, that's one of the monsters you can capture and f- get to fight for you in Persona 5. <laughs> it rules, because, yeah, just by the Google image search there, I realized that it had stats and, an, like, an XP thing. And I was like, oh, this I assumed that this would be, like, a boss enemy yeah, bad yeah, yeah. thing. But me no, too. it can fight for me. Hmm. Have a penis mm-hmm. on your side. Did All you right. play Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royal, Tom? I played Persona 5. Okay. Um, and it- I, I will... N- the idea of going back to that game, yeah. but with more content, is uh, one of the... Uh, it's the it's the least alluring thing I can think of. Yeah, <laughs> I know that exact feeling. Hollow Knight, one of the best games I've ever played. The idea of playing mm. it again makes me want to yeah. put my Switch in a bath. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. The it's like uh, it's it seems to be a theme now with the Death Stranding director's cut, adding more cutscenes, yeah, and you know more content <laughs> yeah. to that game. Um, but yeah, no, I I wouldn't go back to it. But I think Persona Five Royal, from what I've heard, is you know a, a fun game and probably fixes some stuff that was not too fun in the base game. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Question mark thumbs for Persona Five Strikers. It's an in- right. It, yeah, it's 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 definitely it's got my attention. Well, hey, that's that's part of that's that's fifty percent of what you uh, need. And yeah, I look know? forward to playing more of it in the future. And I hope that everyone that's been yelling at me to play Persona is very happy with this review. They'll so be I'm thrilled. Sure they be. Yeah, no, I'm Jackson, sure be, what have you yeah, been playing? Um, you know, I love the long dark, right? Yeah, like, I think it's come up before. I think you reviewed yeah. it like six or seven times. Yeah, I'm doing it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm reviewing specifically this time is um, some people have created a, a co-op mod for the long dark uh-huh. where oh. you can play with up to 32 people. Um, oh no! <laughs> in the same world, yeah, it's uh, it's it's incredible. It's 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 kind of the thing that I've always wanted out of the Long Dark. Like like you know, this is a game I played absolutely to death. It's a game I know. Well, there's been a lot of updates since I sort of stopped playing, so I know fifty percent of this game like the back of my hand, and then the other fifty percent, I'm like, well, time to die in a blizzard or whatever. Um, but yeah, so there's a <laughs> yeah, a yeah. it's Enough. called long dark sky co-op i think um and it's really shockingly easy to install all you need is something called melon loader and then the mod files and it works so much smoother than you'd expect as well so uh the items are all synced i mean you can you can pick that when you host a a server or whatever but Mm. items are all synced so that means there is like a finite amount of resources in the world if you pick up the handgun, no one else can, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Fires are, by and large, synced. It's a little bit wiggy there, but otherwise it basically works. Um, animals are synced. The only strange thing is that, for some reason, rabbit spawns have been disabled. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> the character models are some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Everybody looks like a live dolls. Um, That's it's, good. It's, it's really horrible. The worst thing is when somebody gets a balaclava because the balaclava texture. So so any clothes you get appear on your body, which is yeah. like a shocking detail I kind of didn't think they would do. But yeah, if you get the balaclava and put it on, for some reason the balaclava doesn't have like a wool texture and it's it looks like it's like somebody got a like a fruit roll-up and just pushed it against your face <laughs> and your head gets really skinny and tight when you're wearing it it's a true nightmare I um like the way that they've synced up uh so obviously the long dark has lots of things that you do that pass time in the game so if you're cooking something or if you're you know, repairing your pants or whatever. Yeah. Um, so those things no longer, they pass time. Um, so for like your hunger and your thirst and your cold, but they don't actually pass time in the world anymore. Yeah. Well, that makes uh, sense. But, but you can pass time by all sleeping at the same time, but you can also 
do weird little pocket dimension sleeps where you sleep for eight hours, but no time has passed whatsoever. <laughs> so that it's great, but it also all the 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 thing I love most about this this co op mod is that it just ups the difficulty in interesting ways you could never expect. Like for instance, you actually spend in one day, like you can spend four days of time over the course of one day and burn through all of your food in one day because you know, like sleeping for eight hours to heal yourself up passes no time, but you still have to pass that time in the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And also the game has been absolutely balanced for one person. So if you're playing (laughs) on the hardest difficulty, you're like, well, normally I would have like, you know, four cans of dog food, three liters of water, you know, some potato chips and peanut butter. And that would last me a day. But now this is like, or a week or whatever. Now this is going to last all of us three hours or whatever so it becomes infinitely more difficult in that sense uh which which is great uh you when somebody dies you they've created a new item which is like a first aid kit which you make by combining a bunch of medication and like first aid stuff that you just can regularly find in the world yeah that's great as well because so you might have like a thing of painkillers a thing of antibiotics some um uh, uh, uh what do you call it like like uh, disinfectant or whatever and some bandages. And you're like, well, I could turn this into a first aid kit in case one of my friends dies in the cold. Yeah. But also I will need these when a wolf eats me or whatever. Yeah. So mm. uh, would... what choice do I make? You know, Look, as someone that doesn't play a lot of multiplayer games, I would absolutely never make a first aid kit. Yeah, 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 that's good. If you well, die, that's not my problem. Be better at the game. But I like it's it's led to some great moments where like a friend has died and we're playing in the hardest difficulty because I force all my friends to play yeah, of course. on the hardest difficulty because I'm of bored of playing the other ones. Yeah, quick and game's so a good I'm game. like Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So they're dying in the snow and I'm like, Well, I have everything to make the first aid kit but a bandage and I'm like, Well, time to destroy my socks, I guess, to turn into a bandage, or time to destroy my pants and t shirt so that I can save my friend and then oh I'm freezing to death. And it's just it just it's a great it absolutely changes the game and makes it so much like it's fresh now. It's 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 fun, it's exciting. I would love to get 32 people together and do like a last person standing mm. style game to see who could last the longest because mm. there's friendly fi- this is the best bit as well. There's friendly fire. Yeah, so of course. the weapons in the game are a handgun, a rifle, a bow and arrow and a flare gun which are obviously scattered across the map. But you can shoot each other. But also bullets are such a finite resource. That like any time you see anybody else in the snow, you're like, are they gonna kill me? Is Jackson, this how I are die? Are you just trying to make poverty Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, with every Fortnite, itch, but you're cold. With every ounce of my body, yes, Tom, I am. Okay, that would be my true dream. The well, idea yeah. of it's also just like, the Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> how good is that? Imagine the the fear of sitting inside a little cabin. You've got a handgun. They've got a handgun. The fire's dwindling. The food's dwindling. You can't go out to hunt. You're like, how long till I ice this guy? How long till I kill him so that I may live? Yeah. Uh, How much damage does a bullet do, though? Uh, Well, if you hit them in the head, they're pretty much done. Um, we Are there any playing... melee attacks? No, tragically not. Oh my um, god! Okay, so it is just you. On- you can only attack with. Oh lord. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> I I know that you a headshot will kill you because I was playing with two friends, Adam, friend of the show, <laughs> and another friend, and our other <laughs> enemy friend of got the show. Yeah, enemy of the show, Adam, yeah. and mm-hmm. another friend, and uh, no, the I other friend the... was okay. At- 
<laughs> oh, I see. Which, well, we've we've called Adam enemy of the show. Yeah, or maybe for another show. Anyway, he's the enemy of all shows. <laughs> um, the enemy we of playing, you. Uh, and uh, our other friend was killed by a bear. Yeah, like the bear attacked him and then disappeared. And I was like, oh well, I'll go over and heal him. But then Adam was like, I guess the game's over and just shot me in the head. Biggest shock of my life. I did not. <laughs> I did not expect him to just turn around. I like turned up to face him to be like, oh, I guess we're gonna help our friend. And he just <laughs> iced me, cold blood. Yeah, was, uh, it was it was crazy. One thing I wish the game had is that if somebody is dead, they just kind of writhe there on the ground. If you could like uh, look through their inventory or whatever, I think that would be amazing. But the game is uh, the mod. Yeah, or eat them. Oh man, imagine that you're in that cabin, food's dwindling. You're like it's there's it's blizzarding outside. I don't know how long till I'm going to be able to hunt a deer, but I could hunt my friend right now and eat them in this cabin. Yeah, hot damn! While anyway. you're having that like thought process, your friend has already <laughs> shot you and is eating you. <laughs> yeah, damn! I was too slow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I love it. It's I I it's kind of exactly what I've wanted out of a long dark mod, and mm. hopefully it'll only improve. I think it started literally earlier or like late 2021, so it hasn't been out for a very long time. It works so much better than you would expect it to work. Um, 32 people is a huge amount of players, but the world map is gargantuan and so separate that you could feasibly not see another person for a very long time, which I think makes it even spookier because Mm. like, you're walking through a forest, you've not seen somebody in days, and then all of a sudden somebody turns up, shoots you in the balls or whatever. So yeah, I I love it. It's great. Five thumbs. It's reinvigorated my love of the long dark. Um if you if you want to have that kind of horrible survival experience with friends, I definitely recommend it. Play it on the hardest difficulty. Quick game is a good game. <laughs> uh, five thumbs. Incredible. Well, speaking, yeah. speaking of mods, and just before we get to the best segment of the show, which is the advertisements, Tom, yeah. you tweeted recently about a modder that did something that I've been thinking about ever since I saw that tweet yes. uh, on beam.ng, which I think is what, oh, how you yeah. say it out loud. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, it's beamng.drive, oh, which yeah. is an objectively terrible name, but it's yeah. it's the name of a, a game that started off as a tech demo and is now a f- uh, full-blown uh, vehicle simulator. And this modder created a uh, pack that basically added a whole heap of configurations to the game. So basically made it so it would easily, you could easily make like uh, the default ute turbocharged or, you yeah. know, add a convertible top to, a, to the Beetle or whatever. And a whole bunch of people downloaded it. And then a few months after that, maybe even a year or two years <laughs> after that, the modder just made one quick update to the mod, which replaced the thumbnails for almost every default piece of car, almost every <laughs> default car in the game to just the most lavicious furry pornography. <laughs> that anyone. Has ever seen. It is God, so good. funny <laughs> that all these car nerds are suddenly like, ah, oh, what? Oh, there's cow boobs in my car game. It's also funny because, like, if that happened, instantly you wouldn't think, oh, the modder has turned on me. You'd be like, no. there has been a security breach on my computer. Yeah. I have been hacked. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely what you would first think. But no, the yeah. modder turned on you. The person you oh, trusted the that's... most to make your car game better really <sighs> took matters into their own hands. Yeah. It's so good. That's um, incredible. Yeah, it was good stuff. Because, yeah, I read a little bit about it, too, after you tweeted about it. It's like the mod had been downloaded like 25,000 times or something. It was like really oh, popular. <laughs> 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 so it's not just like six uh, guys copied this. It was awesome. like thousands of people. 
Um, so yeah, that's good. Always trust mod communities, Jackson. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, dude, if Galong Dark is suddenly, I like turn around to see my friends and they're big titted cow ladies, that would make it even better. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, you can eat your friends now, but unfortunately your friends are sexy cows. To make it easier for you to, so you're not eating a person, you're eating a cow person to ease you into it. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been trying to play RimWorld a little bit, um, um which is, I think, I think a bit too slow paced for me, even on its hardest settings um yeah. and one of the things about that game is it's incredibly modded and the mod community is great but also the you have to like specifically read descriptions to make sure you're not downloading a horny mod mm. or a mod that just is like oh yeah this is a mod that fixes a common oversupply issue where a uh, a colonist if asked to add you know wood to an already full stockpile will just wander around with the wood also it makes them moan <laughs> when they're happy like it's just it's so <laughs> it's so strange. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with video game players. Uh, updates title screen so that the game is renamed Rim Job World. That's it. Yeah. That's the case. No. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, and with while everyone's thinking about Rim Job World, let's hear a yeah. quick word wow. from our sponsors. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thank you, sponsors. Another thank you so much. Incredible use of your time and ours. To the marketing department that decided that today is the day that you're advertising on thumb cramps, thank you. God bless. Great job. Great job. Now. Mm Mm-hmm. It's time to open up the inbox, and these people have emailed us at thumbcramspod at gmail.com. Okay. And Jackson, I forgot 
that people don't listen to this show the moment it drops. So we're still <laughs> getting explanations of what the egg had oh, means so in <laughs> Dark Souls. I know what the egg had means. I figured it out. It's funny. I lose half my souls from every enemy I kill. That's good. Stop telling us. Um, yeah, and again, we're still getting uh, emails that say that we are their boyfriends, uh, yeah. which is, yeah. Hey, it's okay. That's nicer, I guess, than, uh, hey, this is what Dark Souls means. Yeah. And we're not getting bombarded with emails about Mass Effect since Joel Zammett left, so look. <laughs> that's, that's really the, the best part of Joel Zammett leaving oh, thank God. is the lack of Mass Effect emails, okay? Um, but yeah, here's an email that's unrelated to any of the things I just said. Uh, so right. it's subject, finish this fight. Um, and obviously I knew, okay, that's a Halo thing. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't prepared for this question from James, though. Would Master Chief like his own games, or is he too much of a tough guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Master Chief has the time to play video games. I think he would see yeah, them as frivolous. He's trying you know? to finish the fight. You'd be like, yeah. Master Chief, sit down, play Mario Kart, and he'd be like, don't you know there's a war on? What are you doing? I've got a Halo <laughs> ring to destroy. The Flood or whatever. Get the Covenant, you morons. Cortana's, yeah. my hot AI lady is bad now, I think. Oh, man, did you see the trailer? Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I hate the Cortana mm. Yeah, so much. They... It's really bad. Clearly couldn't decide between person like making her look like a person or AI and mm. landed right in the middle, which was <laughs> no one's happy. The bad <laughs> a bad the bad goal. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Um, yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> I think most video game protagonists probably wouldn't like their own video Mario games. would like his own video game. Mario would like the Mario Party series, but he'd be like, it's not fun when I have to kill a Goomba or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, for me, like a video game where you just walk around and then you kill a dog. <laughs> I know, for you, this is a funny game, but for me, Mario, this is serious. And you'd be like, well, Every- I guess- Really Goombas are dogs to me. I have to murder <laughs> so many dogs. Every every death in Mario deserves to be treated with the same gravity that the Last of Us 2 dog killing scene. <laughs> Absolutely. Goomba are barely alive, huh? You know? Mm. It's not a real. Yeah. Uh, this next email is from Luke. Subject, great games you gave up on. And Luke's done something clever here, which is put... Basically, a summary of the question as the subject, and then mm-hmm. not put any tricks in the email, and it's good. Like, this is enjoyable that's, for me to read on want. the podcast. No tricks are good, yeah. Hey, Thumbos, Perfect. there are some really great games out there that I recognize as being good that I bailed on shortly after starting them. I loved them. They were amazing. I'm not going to be playing them. So along that vein, what are the best games you've bailed on? Love you all, Luke. Hmm. Good question. Um, I do it a lot. I'm like, I'm having yeah. a good time, and then I hit, like, a wall, and then I, or, like, a challenge, or I have to backtrack or something. <laughs> you and hit then... a challenge and you're out. That's fair. Well, it's not that I can't overcome it. It's more that uh, I'll be like, oh, something else is out. So then I'll swap over to that, and then I will never find myself going back. Um, yeah. One game that I think about a lot that I really, really liked, then for some reason just never went back to, uh, Astral Chain on the oh, yeah. Switch. Like... I was having a blast with that, and I'd passed- Because it's got, like- That's one of those games where you have to swallow, like, a lot of bullshit when you first start. Because it plays totally different to any other game I've played. And, like, the combat system and stuff like that is a lot. And, yeah, I put, like, ten or so hours into it. The story was getting really interesting. And then, for some reason, I just never played it again. Hmm. I- Yeah, I think for me, probably Control- 
Um, oh yeah, would probably be that one. I got really far. I, I was like up to playing. Um, I've been playing for hours. I'd, I'd hit the like uh, Alan Wake DLC section, which is mm. what I was looking forward to as well. I was like, oh hell yeah, because I love Alan Wake. I'm like great. And then for some reason, like five minutes into the Alan Wake DLC, I was like, well, time to uninstall this forever for some reason. Mm. <laughs> I've never gone back. So, I think yeah, that's I a pretty know. common thing to happen in that DLC, though, from what I've heard. <laughs> for some reason, even even the most even the people who are the most excited for that just couldn't be it, excited for it for yeah, some reason. I don't know why. I think I kept expecting to see Alan Wake immediately, and I just, yeah yeah, and I was like, where's well, Alan? Just, it's, where's Alan? <laughs> I just kind of like, oh yeah, it's just control, but it's dark. That's a bit annoying, and then <laughs> I stopped playing. Yeah. Um, um, in terms of mine, I think I have like just a bunch of games. I have a, a folder in my uh, Steam library called Too Good, which are games that <laughs> yeah. I keep uninstalled because otherwise I'll just play them and like yeah, just because I, I've had like bad relationships with these games at some point. Um, and they are uh, Doom Eternal, uh-huh. FTL. Mm-hmm. Hard Space Shipbreaker, Hollow Knight, Slay the Spire, and Stardew Valley. Yeah, mm. that's good stuff. Um, you can, yeah, you, you can tell. You can hear like just Joel Zamet would also go down those video game well, holes, and so there's so much crossover there. It's actually there in that interesting because so that annoying. is yeah. that folder is also like that's that's like might as well be the Joel folder because the games yeah. that Joel Zamet wouldn't find appealing there, like Doom Eternal. Mm, that's true. You love yeah, that's yeah. right. Finale. Um, yeah. Well, on that note, actually, uh, Doom 2016 I've never finished, even though, obviously, I loved it. And I finished Doom Eternal. But yeah, for some reason, never finished 2016 Doom. And I've gone back mm. to it multiple times, and I always get to, like, the same part. And I'm not stuck. I'm just like, oh, I've made a bit more progress. I've never been this far before. Anyway, I'll and take a break, out. and I'll come back to it. And then all of yeah. a sudden, I'm playing Persona 5 Strikers for an hour or whatever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Luke. I hope that answered your questions. And if you have... Any other questions for Thumb Cramps, email us at Thumb Cramps Pod. Uh, today's episode was, what, uh, five, uh, four thumbs from Tom, five thumbs from Jackson, and question mark thumbs from me. So th- yeah. <laughs> nine question mark thumbs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tom. And Tom, where can we find you? Uh, over at bigsofttube.png or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Tom Walker. And I've got uh, some YouTube edits up on YouTube. It's a small channel, but it's growing. Yep. And uh got some Crusader Kings 3 playthroughs. Going to get edits up there of uh, the Rat Boy playthrough, which was really good. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell really, yes. really good to see that awful little beast meet his <laughs> sticky end. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll chuck links to your Twitch channel and your YouTube channel in the show notes. So if you're hearing this and you're like, wow, that sounds good, but I refuse to Google shit, great news, <laughs> just scroll down and click the link. Completely understand. Yeah, yeah fair and, enough. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Stream slash Mr. Twitch slash Mr. Normal. <laughs> Not uh, Mr. Twitch. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, uh, until next week, everyone, uh, t- two thumbs to God. <laughs> yeah, let's give it up for the big guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. He makes he makes it all possible. Yeah. Every Thanks video for making game, Xbox, so. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good one. That was a good we one. We love you. Hey, thanks for listening. Do us a huge favor and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this beautiful podcast on. Also, be sure to check out Sandspence Radio's objectively better gaming podcast, All the Small Games, hosted by Andrew Levins and John Valenzuela, two true professionals. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.